Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coaster, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. Happy Election Day, Cuzzies! We're coming to you in your ears. Hopefully you're in the poll lines right now, ready to vote, and you got the cousins in your ears. On today's episode, we're going to talk to you about a recent trip that yours truly, Theme Park Stud, went on in Orlando, Florida. So let's get into it. So Costa Perel, how are you doing today? Uh, real patriotic. Real ready patriotic. to vote. And very excited for what could potentially happen at the end of the day today. Yeah. Very excited. Um, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Like... It's, I think everyone's going to be on edge the entire day. And um, I know I'm waking up. We're obviously recording this before election day, but you guys are listening to this on election day. You know, we're going to be waking up. I'm going to be waking up hella early to get in the poll lines early so I don't have to wait in long lines. But I think I'm going to be doing the same. Mm-hmm. Try to avoid the lines. We got to do our civic duty and vote. So not just for president, but also all the other positions and any local stuff that's going on too. So. This is going to be a real good day. Yeah. Potentially. We'll just, yeah, we'll just see what happens. So. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So uh, what else is new? What's going on? I know we just dropped a Halloween episode on Saturday on Halloween. Yeah, that was a good time, dude. You, you have the best idea ever for Holiday <laughs> World. And if you didn't listen to that show, you missed out. Yeah. The good news, you can just go back and listen to it after this show. So Anytime you want. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Hell yeah. All right. Well, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, you went to Orlando. Like, when did you go again? <laughs> uh, about a week and a half, a week ago now at this point. We're recording on Sunday evening. Uh, and I was still in Orlando last Sunday. So last weekend on the last full weekend of October. I love that you just somehow have gone to Orlando twice in 2020. Like it's mind blowing that this is the year that you've gone like twice. I know, right? <laughs> and uh, you haven't really gone anywhere else. No, I mean, a there's not really other places to go to, and b the, the tickets were so cheap for the got a round trip and stuff, for like nonstop for like 180 dollars and whatnot. And I included a check bag in that price, so it was pretty sweet. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so we that at all. Yeah, so we've we've done this episode already. We've kind of done this episode back in February when I, one of our first episodes. It's like deja vu. Kind of is, (laughs) and the reason why I went to Orlando was for another drinking around the world event. So (laughs) it was the the first annual mini one. So we had a small group, and it was pretty cool. But we'll we'll dive into it a little bit later. Yeah. So what what parks did you end up going to on this trip? So I went to Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. So I went to both of them, obviously, in the yeah. same day. And then on Saturday, we did Epcot. That was a drink around the world event. And then on Sunday, we did Disney's Hollywood Studios. Whoa. So you just, like, went after everything you haven't ridden since, like, leaving Orlando, it sounds like. Pretty much. And I'm happy to report that I hit every ride I wanted to. And Cause... honestly, it kind of all fell in place. Like, perfect timing for everything, pretty much. In February, you went and you missed out on, like, everything, right? Yeah, well, really, I wanted to ride Hagrid's, but it was down all day. That's the reason why I went to Universal. Everything else was kind of, I've already done there. And then... Rise of the Resistance would have been just too busy. 
Yeah, and I, we didn't even go to uh, Hollywood Studios. I just kind of hung out on that Sunday. I didn't even do any parks on Sunday when I was there. Because I yeah. think my flight, I had like a an early flight or like an early afternoon flight on Sunday. So I didn't have a full day. This time I actually flew back on Monday morning. So I was there, flew in Friday, um, did Universal Saturday all day, Sunday all day. And I flew back Friday morning at the crack of dawn. Literally landed back in KC at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome, man. <laughs> So what was the, the big move at so Universal you went to on Friday? And we talked about mini HHN on the last show. It's what I call it. I mean, seasonal events of haunted houses or whatever that you went to. But there was more sh- stuff that you did, right? Yeah. I mean, we didn't do a, like, we didn't do so much more, um, but it was a good time. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, we flew in Friday. Um, so my old roommate, Sean and Caitlin picked me up and then my friend, Laura, who I used to work with at Universal as well. She was in the car. So we, the four of us went to Universal and then we went into Universal Studios, Florida first. And then that's when we did the first HHN house. We did the revenge. Uh, no, we did the bride of Frankenstein first. And, um, like I mentioned in the episode on Saturday, uh, it was really good. I really liked it. Just really brought back like HHN. Um, it was fantastic. And then um, after that, we went and rode Revenge of the Mummy. Um, always a solid ride. Oh, yes. I um, love that ride. Yes. So good. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of mentioned this um, during like the Halloween Horror Nights uh, event, but basically at Universal, you know, in the lines, they have markers down every six feet, just knowing, letting people know what the, the social distance between each party. And then before you get on a ride, there's a team member that has like hand sanitizer and they give you a squirt of hand sanitizer each time you go on the ride. So like by the end of the day, like my hands were just like gooped up in hand sanitizer. I, like it felt so sticky. I had to like go wash my hands after each ride. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sanitize your ass off, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. So, I wonder how, how they got access to so much hand sanitizer. That's wild. Uh, I mean, probably just bought it out like i know a lot of like i know up here in kansas city a lot of like you know alcohol like distilleries and stuff they kind of mm-hmm. s- started making some of that and that's what we have at, at where i work at we have the jay rieger um hand sanitizer it smells like tequila yeah um, <laughs> and a lot i love of when ones, they smell like that <laughs> yeah a lot of the ones at universal smell like tequila too so sometimes they were like not some smelled all right and some were like woof um, yeah i like the moonshine smelling ones myself it's just yes. like whoa okay I feel like I'm in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That's what I want when I have my clean hands. Yeah, so Mummy was great. I mean, nothing, you know, nothing different about it. Just ran good. You know, always a good ride. Love, love that fire scene and stuff. Um, yeah, I would say, like, before riding anything that's, like, opening new, that's, like, my favorite coaster on resort. But I'll be interested to see if, because if, I think you've felt the same way at least going into this trip. And we, I guess we can answer uh, that a little later. I would but. say maybe Green Gods going into this trip. Green mm, Gods okay. is probably my favorite. Um, but Mummy is definitely like was my second favorite at the time. Yeah. It's, it has now dropped down, which we're going to Oh, later. Yeah. snap. I wonder <laughs> what took its spot. Who I'll knows? Wonder. 
So yeah, after Mummy, we decided to get a drink. Um, so we went over. We were going to go into Finnegan's, but it was a long line for that. So then we went over, kind of into the um, Alcatraz bar area, um, in between like New York and um, oh, it's in the San Francisco area. So we got some drinks, and then that's when we went into Diagon Alley. Then we kind of just like hung out a little bit in there and finished our drinks, and then went through like Nocturne Alley. Um, it was literally, it felt like a normal day at Universal, how many people were in there. I mean, really? people had people had masks on. And that was one thing I, I mentioned on, on the Halloween special was like, you know, being in these parks and stuff, people wore their masks. Like, I mean, it was a few idiots that like weren't, weren't wearing them properly or they would, you know, they were walking, like forget to put it back up or something like that or did it on purpose. Yeah. But for the most part, everyone had them on. And if they didn't, people would like yell at you, like really team members would. Um, <laughs> hey, motherfucker. We did get yelled at because um, after like we we like we're drinking most of our drinks, so we decided to go into Gringotts and ride it. And we were in a queue line, and we we were talking, and we were taking we were drinking. So I had my mask down, and one of the team members started yelling at us, and we no one was around us. I mean, we were social distance. We were take we were drinking, so it was, it's technically we were following the rules. But she was like yelling or like, and all these all these guests stared at us, were like looking. Not that they were like mad at us; they were just like, "Oh my god!" Like you're getting yelled at right now. They were just like, "This is like entertaining." But then <laughs> we but have then, to look at you. <laughs> yeah, but then when we got to the team member, they didn't say anything to us. Just like, like, "Hey, how are you?" And just like act like nothing happened. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Beers yeah. make things sticky. <laughs> um, I just. Actually, I had tequila. I was drinking tequila that day. So what? Yeah. Nice. I went tequila and water. That was my drink of choice that day. Huh. I've yeah. never had tequila and water. It's all right. It <laughs> hydrates you and it gets you drunk. So <laughs> it'll get you drunk. Yeah. That's nice. But we did Green Gods. Green Gods was good. I mean, just like normal. Um, it was actually one of it was Laura's first time on a ride, which I was like, Oh, that's fun. I was like, Well, it was our second time. The first time was before the before it opened and we had to test ride it and we got stuck on it um oh, so didn't get yeah, to finish it so she never got to read so that was cool to ride it with her and have her experience and stuff um but you know it's always good right green gots is always good um it's running like, smooth these days not, not, there's not certain attractions there's like certain attractions that like are cool to see someone's first reaction to yeah. and i would say like that's one of those attractions Oh, definitely. I mean, my favorite thing to do when I go to Universal, if they've never been to that park, just take them into Diagon Alley the first time to see mm. the reaction. Like, even though it's not a ride, it's just a land, but just the detail that goes into it, just insane. Every time I, I still walk into it and I'm like blown away by it. Oh, yeah. It's such an amazing land. Yeah. it's. And I don't think it's matched. Yeah. Still to this day, I still think it's my favorite land in a yeah. park um even though and we'll get to it i went to galaxy's edge um but we'll get to that when i get to sunday so jumping there's ahead no, a little bit there's no way it's better than diagon alley i'm just gonna say that myself it's really good but it, it's not yeah diagon alley just it hits different so <laughs> just it's different you know it just hits different <laughs> um yeah then after uh after we did green gods we walked back towards like new york and that's when we did the uh, second house revenge of the tooth fairy um, which was pretty good and then at that point that's when we decided the park was closing because the, the that park was open from nine to five so it was right around like four thirty. so we walked over to islands of adventure and then we got another drink when, right when we got in the park at the backwater bar 
and then uh and then we just kind of made our way back into potter and we did hagrid's magic nice yeah well, i'm just totally forgot the name i call it hagrid's all the time magical, magical motorbike, motorbike yeah creatures yeah so hagrid's like magical creatures motorbike adventure i think that just <laughs> came out i think i just nailed it yeah i could be wrong though i think you nailed it it's yeah. just called hagrid's so <laughs> Yeah, so I got lucky, you know, being with people that work at the park. So they knew someone, we kind of got backdoored onto the ride. That's so they had to up. wait in the line because even though we had express passes, they wouldn't have worked on that ride. Um, so we got lucky. I actually got to ride it twice, um, but it was amazing. Like, hands down, uh, my favorite ride, a roller coaster at the park, um, hands down. Uh, probably my favorite ride at the park too. I don't know why I had to clarify that, but um, <laughs> uh, so first time I rode it, I was on the motorbike itself, um, and I really didn't know much about the ride. Like I knew it was a coaster and stuff, I knew that kind of stuff, but I I did not know about the dark, like the dark ride section of it. Oh and, wow! Yeah, and the the drop that is part of the ride. I did not know that, and this is kind of a theme that you kind of see. I, you know, there's a, a couple of other rides that I rode for the first time um, on Sunday at Hollywood Studios, and I purposely did not research them. I wanted to just kind of go in there blind, and it was really cool to experience that, and I kind of did that with Hagrid's too, and, um, you know, the ride itself, like, it's kind of, it's, it's, it is tame. It's a, it's a tame coaster, especially at the beginning. Um, you know, the ride's pretty cool. You got some cool visuals and stuff, um, and then the launch is, is really good, but then, like, and then the backwards section going into the dark ride, that's when I was not ready for that. And I was like, whoa. And then, uh, and then like <laughs> the cool, like, you know, they had like little animatronics and stuff like that. And it could had a good storyline. Um, I was a little kind of confused with some of the creatures that were in there. Like after, after I asked what they were, it made more sense. Like, oh yeah, that's what that is. That's what that is from reading the books. But at first, someone who doesn't really know Harry Potter that well, even someone in for me and I know Harry Potter, I was, Very well. I was kind of confused of what some of the creatures were. Um, and then, yeah, afterwards you get launched back out and uh, you finish the ride, you know, and there's, there's these unicorns at the end. And I, I started laughing at because they look like my little ponies, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was, it was so cool. And then, um, and then we got off and then we, we actually, I rode front row, which I actually did not like front row that much. Like, it was cool. Cause you got, got a lot, see a lot, but it just was more tame with all the launches because like, you're almost halfway through it because it's a pretty long train. Um, you're almost halfway through it when a launch actually takes and then you're just not getting like as much momentum when it comes to it. Like the okay. first time you kind of rode, not back row, but like maybe third from the back. So uh, we had that little bit more, that more whiplash. And I enjoyed that a lot more than sitting in the front row. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now I got to ask which seat's better, riding the motor bike or the motor car oh i would say motorbike for sure um nice. i mean they were both good and i think also i didn't really appreciate the sidecar as much because at that point i was really just looking at everything in the ride so i wasn't mm -hmm. really paying attention to the ride itself that much i was more looking at like all the creatures all the effects like anything i could see that's what i was kind of doing the first one i just really the first one i just really enjoyed it and I was like, oh, I was into it, just riding it, just enjoying it. The second one, I was just more kind of just had my head on a swivel looking at things. Oh, nice. Yeah, trying to figure out where the maintenance bay was, all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Man. Well, I'm glad you got to ride that ride finally because that's been like a one that's escaped you. 
Just, like you've been really eager to ride. Yeah, I wanted to ride it last time, and it just happened to be down all day. And yeah. uh, luckily, it was running smooth, and everything was good, and got on it right away. And then, yeah, after that, we just kind of uh, – we did Forbidden Journey, Harry Potter and Forbidden Journey, always a solid ride at mm-hmm. Islands of Adventure. And then um, we kind of walked through Jurassic Park just to kind of see how it's changed so much. Yeah. And, like, it's crazy, like, like everything that has changed with it. And then, like, that Velociraptor coaster is going to be badass. Like, it is – Does it, like, when you see it in person, are you like, oh, okay, I think I get the hype now? Yeah. And it's the cool thing about it, it's more it's more cookie cutter. So it's not as like it's gonna feel more like a true roller coaster than like like a Hagrid's or a mummy mm-hmm. that has kind of ha- as you know, roller coaster elements or Gringotts, but it's you know, kind of more of a dark ride in itself. This one's gonna feel more like a roller coaster and have but still have those cool elements in it too. I mean, it's easy to say that's gonna be the most thrilling coaster when it opens, right? And at maybe in Orlando. Yeah, well, I don't know about yeah. I mean, you you got like Mako and stuff at SeaWorld. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's definitely going to be the most thrilling ride at Universal. Yeah, hands down. Does it? Uh, do you like how it looks? Like the black, and or? just just in the park. Like well, when you're in the Jurassic section, not as much because there's a lot of buildings around, like the Station House and stuff like that. Yeah, you don't really get a good view. Now there is a part right across in the river venture and right now they have the construction walls up so you can't see too well but yeah. when it's down they're gonna it's gonna have like windows there and you're gonna see like they call it the spaghetti bowl where a lot, a lot of the ah. tracks kind of overlap and stuff and that's a cool spot but then also like when you're when you just walk into the park and you look across the lagoon like where it has a little um the little top hat over yeah top hat the sanctuary um, park yeah that that <laughs> the view of that looks really cool so um like there's a i think we posted on instagram like a selfie i took with my friends uh, with that in the background so i think that's gonna be really cool to kind of see anywhere in the park um but in the land itself there's that one part but in that you really can't see the ride that much from the land so i mean you can definitely see the station and all that and then the cool thing too is they also moved the raptor counter and now it has its own dedicated spot and has a cool little themed entrance and whatnot oh that's cool yeah, it it's definitely lot, needed there. Yeah, a lot less trees now in Jurassic Park area. So hopefully they like somehow get those back because that's kind of what makes Jurassic Park Jurassic Park. I feel like there's still moments where it has it, but like where the ride is, it just doesn't. I mean, there's a building yeah. there now, so you can't really put them back. But there's True. still that one section and going into Potter is still heavily a lot of lot of like um, overgrown like bushes and stuff like that. So can you see it from Potter pretty well? uh not really it's still pretty hidden yeah you can't really see it like okay yeah like i'm sure you could see like a little bit of it but not not uh, not too much yeah i gotcha so is that kind of all you did at uh at that part because did it close what time did it close it closed at six so we we still oh wow yeah we kind of walked through that and then um we almost did kong because laura never hasn't been on it but then She's like, is it worth it? I was like, eh, I mean, it's 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 not worth it, but it, you know, we have, you know, we have an express pass, so we'll get on it right away. So it's yeah. almost worth it for that sense. I was like, you might as well write it now, then come back and wait in line. Um, sure. But we decided to skip it, and we we did do Hulk, so we went down and did Hulk. That was our last ride, mm-hmm. um, and it was rough. Um, yeah, like the the music that's on the trains now is like cut off. 
the whole time I was just like, I just started shaking the computer when I did that. But I was just, I kind of <laughs> felt like I was just getting jackhammered the whole time. Like my head was just like kind of bobbing up and down, just vibrating. And like the ride itself was smooth. It wasn't like I was getting like getting shaken laterally. It was just like, it was just like kind of bouncing, like almost like the guide wheels and everything just weren't on there as like securely as they should almost. I don't know. It was, it just wasn't, it was very weird. I didn't really enjoy it. It gave me a headache, like almost like kind of wide it out on it. That's how tense it was on the back end. Um, And you know, I just I wasn't a huge fan of it. So that is one ride at Universal that a lot of people talk about as a must ride, and I I don't know the last time I've just gone and wanted to ride it. Yeah, I think I just we do because there's it's a roller coaster and it's just fine. But like a lot of people would say that's like the best roller coaster at Universal, and it's like ah. oh, I totally forgot we did Spider Man as well. I totally I was gonna say how do yeah. you just skip your old home like that? <laughs> Yeah, we definitely did Spider-Man, and uh, it was good, of course. Just like, yeah, we did Spider-Man, then we did Hulk, and then we head out after that. So, okay, did you guys do anything at like City Walk or anything? No, I had uh, I had uh, some plans afterwards. I had to meet up like with some of my old Volcano Bay um, coworkers. We had like a little party, so we just kind of walked through. It also started raining when we left the park, Mm. so we kind of started walking real fast. And um, yeah, then then they just took me and dropped me off at my friend's house, and we kind of then I kind of. The little house party with some friends. It's a house party. That's cool, yeah. man. So, so that was, was, a, that was a great. That was a. Were you like tired as hell at the end of that day? Just yeah, flew I mean, into yeah, Orlando. Yeah, I was pretty parts, tired. So uh, yeah, so I literally landed at like one thirty Orlando time. So <laughs> or Eastern. Time. Oh wow, that's um, yeah, that was quick. Yeah, so we were only at the park probably from like for four, like maybe three and a half hours. Yeah. So we knocked out a lot in that time. Had two drinks during that time. Again, it was like perfect timing where. I wasn't at the park all day. I was like, oh, what, are, what do you want to ride now? It's so boring. It was just like, we just hit it just right where the timing was good. We got done with Hulk. I think there was like maybe 10 minutes left of the park opening. So we were kind of mass exiting with everybody. Yeah. It just kind of worked out perfect almost. So It's kind of one of those things though, when it's like used to be your home park, you don't have to stay all day. Like that's, that's kind of the perfect time, even if it is both parks. You just hit what you want to ride and yeah you already know what everything rides like Like, it's something we talked about when i was down there which is the difference between universal and disney is like disney just has so much going on when it comes to like shows and interactive stuff and just like weird like other things to do in the parks yeah universal they don't really have that too much i mean there's some stuff that yeah i mean this you know people are interested in like certain shows or you know taking photos in certain areas of the park that's fine but like Disney just has, you could go to Disney and do like Disney, like you go to Magic Kingdom and do Magic Kingdom like 20 different ways. Yeah. Uh, one could just be one. You could go there and not even ride rides and there's still a thousand things to do to keep you entertained. I, mean, I, feel, you like just, a, I feel like at Universal, you just don't have that too much. At Disney, you could even just like go to resorts and have like days at resorts. Like there's yeah. so much to do. I mean, you, you could do that at Universal too. Like you could always hit yeah. up the, like, well, you kind of have to stay there to like hit up the pools at the resorts and stuff, but you True. can always go there and go to the restaurants and, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, there's definitely, you could take the boat and ride them to the resorts and that's, that's cool. I've done that before, but, at, but like when you're in the park, there's like really you're just there for the rides and, and maybe some shows, but there's not a lot, like if you're not into rides, there's not much you could really do in that park. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad you got your first credit of the new credit of the year. Yes. In October. <laughs> the great year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> first new credit was Hagrid's. There you go. That was my 294th coaster. Shoot, you're going to hit 300 next year. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's no doubt about it. We got That's badass. Yeah. We got to get um, you on. Yeah, so then um, went to bed late. <laughs> Woke up on Saturday and um, went to Epcot. And uh, we did a mini drinking around the world. And for some of our new listeners, maybe you haven't heard our other episode. Basically, this drink around the world thing is kind of like a competition that um, my friend Caitlin has kind of like invented. And, you know, obviously drink around the world is pretty common, but you kind of have these passports that she makes and we have teams and we, you get a drink in a country. And then once everyone gets a drink, the team that finishes their drink first wins that country. And the goal is to win the most countries. Um, however, we, we kind of did a little different this time. We only had seven people and we actually, we, we had our passports, so we still knocked them off, but honestly, we didn't really do a competition. Like we kind of, whoever hard to do a seven. Yeah. It just would have been as fun. And, you know, we, we saw that we still made, we still had a lot of fun and we, we had a good time, but, um, it was just slightly different. Uh, the theme this time was match your mask, which is very vague. So you just had to do something that would match your mask. So my costume was I had a Darth Vader shirt and I had a Darth Vader mask. Unfortunately, I didn't really read up on the rules and I had a neck gator version and Disney doesn't allow those in. Way to go, bro. Yeah, All so you I had just, to do was ask. Ask yeah. me to say, hey, can I, neck gators? Oh, no. Disney well, doesn't allow well, that, bro. In, Come in on. My def- well, in my defense, I bought a, a normal mask on uh-huh. Etsy but it was getting delayed because like they, their machine broke. And so I've got this one as a backup. Like, so originally I didn't want to use it, but it was the only thing that was a Darth Vader mask was on Amazon prime. They had other ones that were like normal masks, but they just weren't prime. So they wouldn't have got here in time. So yeah. it was my backup mask. It's all good though. One of my friends had a black one that was clean. So I just wore an all black mask. So it still kind of worked, but it was all good. But we had uh, some other people in our group. We had, a big common theme was Shit's Creek. So uh, I don't know if you ever seen that show, Coaster Bro. I have seen it win many awards. Yes. So uh, I've seen a few episodes. It's a good show. People love it. Um, but we had like an Avery Rose. So um, and then we had some people. What, what was the other one? What was my friend Laura? Who was she? I do not know the characters oh, of a, Shit's Creek. Yes. My friend Laura was a TikToker. So she had like a shirt that had like TikTok like like hashtags and different like like quotes and tiktok and stuff that's fun um sean um was a guy on vacation so he had like a hawaiian shirt and like a hawaiian Mm. mask and stuff like that that's fly Um, i I respect that uh, a bill was shade he just wore a black shirt and a black mask so he was shade um and so you guys basically matched because you were darth vader he was shade (laughs) basically yeah everybody just wore black (laughs) and then uh and then we had uh one girl's rbg oh that's dope yeah she had like the mask like like her like silhouette and stuff and then she kind of had like a court shirt on and everything so that was pretty cool um what else we have um i feel like you almost named them all yeah, we had another one that had Shit's Creek, kind of like a shirt that had something like that. Like had hashtag you, David. Um, 
That was the four girl. Hold on, yeah. One, two, three, four. And a three guys. Yeah, that's everybody. Okay. Yeah, Kate, yeah. Kate, Caitlin was Avery Rose, so she's the one oh, who okay. dressed up. Um, she was probably the most dressed up out of everybody. Um, but it was all some. There, it was all pretty good. We just didn't stick out as we normally have in the past. So. Yeah, I mean, your your last theme was what America classy, classy or, or trashy? trashy? Yeah, and we all went trashy. So. Yeah, I mean, you guys stood out like a sore thumb. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but Epcot was packed um it was busy as fuck like um uh, it was food and wine so it had all the little huts and thing going on but like each line was probably like 10 minutes wait at at, the, at least um, i haven't ever been to food and wine when it's been like that yeah me either really um it was so busy um also there's a lot of construction going on in Epcot right now so like it's really it's really hard to get to certain areas so yeah. I think that's why also a lot of people are just like in in um the world showcase because there's so much of the park that's like behind walls so yeah. it just kind of takes away from other spaces and stuff um but we started off in Canada we kind of did the route in Canada first um we actually I got my drink at like just a like a kiosk um, they had like beers and um, like a little ice, but like like little bucket, and so they were in bottles, glass bottles, and we picked them up, went to like pay for them, and that's when they poured them in a, a cup. So that's how we kind of started the day. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of a little hungover going into the day, so that first beer really kind of pepped me up. Um, I'm ready for this now. Yeah, and then we walked over to the UK, and it, actually no, we went into like the little pavilion thing that they have. So they had, they opened up like a little pavilion that they use for events. Um, and that's kind of where they had the little showcase. Because uh, remember when we went there for food and wine and we went into that one building that's kind of by Test Track. And yeah. we had like yeah, I love that building. There. Yeah, yeah it's well, a great they, building. Yeah, they didn't use that anymore. They now use it over in between Canada and the UK. There's huh. a little like, you go, you kind of go out of the park and like back a house and there's this big pavilion. And this thing is massive. Like you could probably fit like, probably a thousand people in it easily so like a um, wedding pavilion yeah but bigger like it was huge Damn. like it was like almost like a you could almost have a trade show in it wow. um and inside that they had like a little merch shop that was going on in there and then there was like five different stands like one had mac and cheese the mac and cheese was fire um and then it was like one had beer one had desserts and i think someone else had like another desserts i think or maybe some kind of other alcohol i don't remember what it was uh, we went to the, then there was a like stage with the like, pianos on there. Um, I tried to do like what are the odds you go on the piano, but uh, <laughs> I, I was like I was hoping someone would. Um, <laughs> but it was a good time. We actually ended up in a building multiple times because it's air conditioning. So we got a drink in there. So th that didn't really count, but um, because it's not really a country. But we we so we had like an extra drink before we went on to the UK. Um, we were kind of kicking it. At that point, that's when I was like, right, I got my. After two drinks, I was kind of, I got my pep back. I had like this like tropical IPA. Actually, I thought it, they messed up the drink. I was supposed to get a tropical IPA, but I got a, I got a double IPA. Um, so it tasted- a pleasant, it, pleasant surprise. Well, the funny thing was like when I, we got them, cause like I ordered the tropical IPA, then Bill and Sean ordered the double IPA. And we were like, no, this isn't right. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's this. This tastes like more tropical. And I tried theirs. I like, we were say it's tropical. We're like, no, that's a double IPA. And they're like, you want to trade? I was like, actually, I kind of like the double IPA better than the tropical IPA. So they went back. Well. Yeah, they went back and were able to swap them out. But um, I was like, All right, I'll just drink this. And then, um, but yeah, after that, I was like, All right, I'm kind of, 
I'm aw- I'm a- I'm I've been awakened from my hungoverness. So I have awakened. <laughs> I never went into the UK and I, I stuck with beer still. I got like a, a Smittix there. And then um then we after we got those drinks, because like the Rosen Crown, you kinda have to wait outside and then there's like different like zoned off sections at the bar and all the tables are taken out. Now you can still yeah. they still have the little sit down restaurant we could eat at. Right. But um, in the bar itself, it, they've taken away all the tables. And I mean, that's the least socially distanced bar of all time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so really, we luckily it was, we had a group of seven, and it was like, well, you could split up. We're like, that's fine. We could do a three and four. But then like the one spot you could fit seven opened up, just perfect timing. So we just mm-hmm. went in there. We just nice. ordered our drinks. Then we walked back to the pavilion and just drank the drink back in the pavilion. And then yeah. we decided to get another drink back at the pavilion at this point. So... <laughs> At this Drinking point, in the pavilion around the world. At this point, we are four <laughs> drinks in, and we've only gone through two countries. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. That's um, when you know it's not going to end well. Yeah. <laughs> so then we start moving on. We go up to France, and France was just busy. We were going to go back into, like, the bakery because we get a bar in there, but that was closed because it was indoors. So then all of the all the lines were just so long, and we were just like, you just want to skip France. We've already had enough drinks. So we actually skipped France. Man. Moved on and went into Morocco. And uh, Morocco, that's when things we were like, all right, we're starting to fear ourselves. Because at this point, we switched to liquor. I got I got tequila water um, again. And uh, it's kind of one of my new drinks I get. It's, it's kind of yeah. refreshing. It's delicious. And it gets you drunk. Um, and we kind of hung out in Morocco for a long time. We kind of posted up at like a little out, like outside like diner and stuff. And um, it kind of just sat there and talked for like the longest and stuff. And then, of course, we had to make our visit to the cock rock. Yes, to, to the <laughs> cock rock. And um, this is uh, this is where our, our group is starting to get a little wild. And um, usually, yeah, that's yeah. usually like a monumental point in the drinking around the world. Yes. So of course, we we took a group photo in front of it. And at one point, Bill is just hanging on this tree bush thing and just like leaning up against it just telling people as you walk by i was like it's modeled after me it's kind of a big deal <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when i decided to go live on coaster cuzzies and Yikes. i, we were I knew it would be terrible seconds. timing yeah <laughs> and like i was like oh guys and i pointed at it and like three people went on live i don't know who they were um because then i was like all right we're gonna go and i just exit out um yeah so i don't know who those three people were but all they saw was bill just hanging on the tree and i'm like it's penis people and then like and then like this random guest was like hey what's up like joined in and then i was like i don't know what to say then we just closed out (laughs) that's quality quality live content from epcot in the parks (laughs) it was a good time and while we're there so this uh this the girl that took our photo our group photo um she was with her like i think her boyfriend or fiance and then her mom and dad well, after we got done, we took their photo as a mom and daughter photo in front of the cock rock. So wonderful, hilarious! Like Did they know it was a cock rock without oh, you guys being there. Hundred percent. Like no one, <laughs> no one goes back in that area unless they're looking for the cock rock. Like I guarantee, it should be a meet and greet. They should just put Jasmine back there and just, I mean, just like here, here you go, get on this magic carpet ride. You could charge for that one. <laughs> um while we were in morocco before we went back there uh i did see the princesses they were on the little cart thing that they've been doing for the social distance uh, a little cavalcade yeah so they kind of went through and we waved at them and stuff like that so that was that was cool just to kind of see it but yeah um they just kind of went on by 
Nice. Um, so then at this point, we made our way into Japan, and um, we actually kind of – actually, no, I did drink in Japan. We Some of our groups skipped it. Some of us didn't. Um, I got the, my new favorite thing to get in food and wine now. Mm, what's that? The hot chicken teriyaki buns. So fire. So is it just like a chicken teriyaki sandwich? It's kind of like uh, – picture like um, a, an Uncrustable. <laughs> okay. You know how it's like that enclosed, like kind yeah. of feeling and stuff. But it's more of a like a round roll type shape, like a bun. And mm-hmm. then uh, so it kind of breading like that, kind of you know cinch like kind of ends and stuff like that. And inside of it had like a chicken teriyaki kind of like meal in there, and it was like hot oh. and it tasted so good. Oh my gosh, um, I got one of those and I got like a strawberry sake kind of like it was like a little sake shot, but it was it tastes like a smoothie, like a strawberry smoothie, pretty much. Oh hell yeah, yeah. So we did that, and then um, we didn't really spend much time in Japan because some of our group just went into um, into America. Yeah. Um, so America, that's when our group kind of started getting a little disheveled and stuff, and we started like people started doing their own thing almost. Yeah. And, uh, so Caitlin and her sister went in America. They skipped over Japan. Um, we went over there and we decided I got those. Uh, and I think we've gotten this drink before was that American red stag kind of slushy drink. Ooh, I don't know like, that I've had it actually. It's, it's, um, it's in the booth. Like that's kind of, you keep walking. Cause they had like the one food and wine booth where the beer is. And they had the one yeah. beer where we used to get the pretzels. Yeah. So it's like past the stage, almost on the other side going into Italy. And um, it's kind of okay. like a lemon, with red stag kind of like cinnamon like like whiskey in it it's oh, wow. pretty good but i think it has red bull and i think that really messed me up when i went to bed <laughs> that night um but it, yeah i i had the weirdest dreams that night but anyways um after we got that i also got a pretzel because i was very really hungry at this point i was like i need to get some food because i don't want to get too wasted um yeah. well we were so i think you're kind of too late yeah it was like bill <laughs> bill laura sean and i in this line Mm-hmm. So Bill and I ordered first and then Laura and we went over to the, where the condiments and napkins are. And it was this big bridal party there. And like, they had like music playing. So we used to start dancing with them. We we're like getting it. Like, we're just like twerking with them. And Sean's like, no, nowhere to be found. And yeah, so these girls like videotaping. So somewhere out there, like is a video of Bill and I just twerking with these people. Um, What's up? Bill likes to party. Bill, yeah, Bill's a partier. Yeah. Like he, 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 he gets, I didn't he meet down. this Bill fella. Yeah, he's a good time. Um, <laughs> and uh, so then we went back and we found like Caitlin and her sister and Laura, but Sean's like nowhere to be found. So we're just like chilling there. Well, Sean went and decided to watch the little show that's going on at the Jamiters, um, which to me, I thought it was like janitors, like just jamming yeah. out. No, it's chefs making jam. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing like weirdest premise ever. i'm just gonna like, disappear and do this <laughs> yeah so we, we were in america for a while we were just kind of like kick kicking it i actually spilled a drink on caitlin um while we we're doing a uh like um an instagram like post and stuff like that it's pretty great i got to see that that you spilled pretty hard on her yeah i kind of did like a little hip check and just like knocked a drink like on her it was yeah. hilarious um yeah then we made our way we kind of skipped over Italy. We didn't really stop in Italy. We just kind of kept walking through to Germany. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then in Germany, uh, I got I got some beer. I got um, what, what beer did I get? I think I got like a Dunkel type beer. 
Um, then our normal spot that we love to post up in is it's open, but you could only go in there and they, the table's gone and they put like yeah. merch there. So Dang. yeah. And it wouldn't allow people to stay inside there anyways, but mm. we got this, we got a cool table right by the water where we were posted up at. Like there's a cool little shot of me just like looking off in the distance with the, with the ball behind me in the lagoon. That, that is a new Tinder profile picture. Yeah, that I've yeah. ever seen one. <laughs> Um, so we just kind of kicked it there and then went over to China. got a, I got like a kind of, a, um, like a margar like a gin, it was like a mango gingerita, um, in China. That was the drink I got in there and that was pretty good. Sounds great. Yeah. We kind of posted up in China. At this point we were kind of like just posting up in the countries for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, cause some people got some food in China. So we just kind of posted up in like a little restaurant, um, for a bit. And then we went over to Norway, um, and I got wine there and, um, we just kind of took some photos in that country. And at this point, the sun's starting to set. Like we were getting, it was like almost like eight o'clock at this point. Like, like, yeah, we, we took our time going through the countries. Like we were very slow compared to the last time we did it. We went to the country super fast. So we were going into Mexico at this point, it was like nighttime now. And it was a huge line to get into the pavilion. And um, we waited in a line. And once we got up there, they were like, no, the, like the line's too long. You're not going to get into the, the tequila cave. And we're like, what the hell? And then, like, the, the guys just started, like, we're laughing about it. Like, eh, like, we don't care. So it was kind of annoying to see the cast members do that and stuff. Like, so we, we stepped out of line, and we just actually got some margaritas at one of the stands outside. So I didn't get my true tequila shot. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, because you would have dropped, like, 60 bucks on tequila shots in there. Little yeah, did they know. but unfortunately, I still dropped a lot of money on shots so <laughs> we uh after we uh, we started making our way back to like england and stuff and uh we finished our margaritas and then we went in the the rose and crown again and i ordered like kamikaze shots so i dropped 73 dollars on four kamikaze Jeez. shots yeah. you are a party after drinking around the world yeah i don't know why i do that Ugh. every single time but yeah, then we, uh, over here. yeah then we, went, we went back to that pavilion and just kind of posted up and then uh Actually, no, we, some, like, we went to go do test track. The line was super long. Some people did test track and we were going to go do spaceship burst. Our party kind of split up and then we went to go pee and we just started talking and we realized, oh shit, it's nine o'clock and the line was already close to spaceship burst. So we just kind of like talked it out. <laughs> so, so you were zero rides. Zero rides. Yeah. <laughs> that Epcot. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a, that's a good Epcot trip when you don't ride any rides because yeah. you're just having so much fun. I just wasn't feeling Test Track. I don't know. It's like something about it. I was just like, eh, you know, Test Track's, it's good, but it's not like, it's just whatever. Like, yeah. I didn't want to wait 50 minutes for Test Track. I was like, I'd rather do Spaceship Earth and wait 15 minutes mm-hmm. or just get another drink. Like, yeah. <laughs> just rather do that. Now, did you see any ride construction at all? Like, noticeable ride construction? Uh, honestly, I didn't really look like, you know, during the day when we walked back to the showcase, like we walked by the walls, but I just wasn't looking cause I was just yeah. kind of hung over and stuff. And in the showcase, you're just away from it so much. Yeah. Um, and by the time we got back into it, I was just, I was too drunk to really pay attention and it was nighttime. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't really look around. I, there was a ton of walls everywhere. I know that like it was, it was hard to get around the park because how much it was blocked off and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's Epcot, baby. Yeah, that was Epcot. So it was a good time. We got home and got Taco Bell. So good good <laughs> way to finish off Epcot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, best food, you know, park in the world, and you can Taco Bell on the way home. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, 
I had the worst night's sleep of my life, though. Like, I just kept having the same dream over and over again. I think it was that Red Bull. I, I think Red Bull was in that drink, and I think that just jacked me up, like, on top of everything else. Um, Dangerous. Yeah, so I wake up on Sunday, and then we had to be at the park early because we were going to Hollywood Studios, and it was all about the virtual line. So we, yeah. we left to go to the park around 8.30, got there around – not oh we got there well we left around like 8 45 and got there like right around 9 30 once you got parked and into the park so so what they do is they've been letting people in the park early and then because the only way to access the virtual queue for rise of resistance is you have to be in the park um and then once at 10 o'clock when the park officially opens you have to get in the app and then join the boarding group and hopefully you get in the queue or sometimes you don't and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, we got to the park at nine 30 and then we kind of, what we did, and this is a good thing for people to do. And I know they just kind of changed up what's going on now. I guess you could, you can now, you don't have to be in the park. I think you can do it at like right. seven, AM from yeah. wherever you're um, at. If they ever revert back to, you have to be in a park. What we did is we w- walked in and a lot of people are just kind of going back to like, Mickey and Minnie's Railway um, or going into Toy Story Land or going back into Galaxy's Edge and then doing it from there. But those were big mass groups of people. We we kind of took a right and went down um, towards like Tower of Terror and, and it wasn't a lot of people down there. The reason why is because what they suggest is not to be on the park Wi-Fi. You want to be on your, your LTE um, and you don't want to be around people because that slows up the internet speeds. Oh, wow. for you to get in there so we kind of posted up over by kind of beauty and the beast the theater there and then uh, i actually got a pretzel for breakfast that was my breakfast i, That's what's I up. had a mickey shaped pretzel um <laughs> went in rome yeah i was like why not so it was like nine it was like nine forty five in the morning i'm seeing a pretzel and then um and then yeah so we we were ready so we were all ready to go they told me what to do like what steps to take and then Caitlin decided to go in like 15 seconds before 10 o'clock. And that was the move right there. Okay. Uh, so even for the seven o'clock one, probably at like 6.59, 45 seconds, go into the app at that point. By the time you click onto that, you can hit join right at the one second mark of right when it, like, it goes to 7 a.m. And so everyone wants to do it. So you want your whole party to do it. So we did that. And Caitlin got us like boarding group 24. And that was the, the lowest boarding group they've ever gotten. And they've been on the ride probably like six to seven times. Wow. And um, usually it's like 30 above. So that was, and that's still like 24. We, that was like, okay, 10 o'clock in the morning. Our boarding group didn't get called back till 1.30 in the afternoon. So Dang. yeah, it was pretty late. Um, and that was like, you know, 24. So if you get 44 or 45, 50, you, you're guaranteed you're going to be at that park all day and you mm. might not be able to ride it. If, if the ride starts shutting down and they, they don't get to it, you might be screwed, which sucks. Yeah. But that was kind of the crazy thing about that. And they were like Caitlin and Sean, especially Caitlin was very anxious and Sean was too. I didn't really think about it too much. Cause I didn't really know the whole ordeal, how to get into it, but they were like, you just spent all this money for this ticket if you don't get on this ride, like the day's kind of ruined. Yeah. And that kind of was what happened to people. If they didn't get into the queue, their day was kind of, they woke up early to get to this park. And now, I mean, luckily there was other rides they could ride that are cool. Like, but if that's what you're going for and you want that ride so much, you're kind of fucked almost. (laughs) It's gotta be a lot of people pissed off going to guest relations about it. Yeah, it's like the roulette of just and like I was just thinking about like a normal guest that travels there that doesn't really do their research. Like mm-hmm. I would have if I didn't if I wasn't with them, I would have not have known 
you know, they had to do it right then. I'll be like, okay, let's get the park at 1030 and let's just get in line then, you know? Yeah. And I would have been, you know, after one minute, not even one minute, after 30 seconds, the, all the spots are filled. And then, <laughs> You're um, done. At 2 o'clock, they reopen it for anybody that didn't get it. But, again, it's just, like, right at 2 if you don't get in yeah. right away. And even then, it You're just going depends. Late at night. Yeah, yeah, and it depends if, like, how many spots are available. Sometimes they might not even do the 2 o'clock if the, if the ride is backing up a lot and they just can't get through them fast. So, God. yeah. So, after that, then. Um, wild experience. Yeah, so yeah, it, was really, it was really exciting. We got in. And then, uh, and then we went and uh, christened the bathrooms at um, Hollywood Studios. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely the move after two full days of drinking. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, after we got done with that, then we decided to walk over to uh, Toy Story Land and get in line for Slinky Dog. Credit number two. Yes. New credit number two for you in 2020. How was yeah. it? It was good. We waited uh, 75 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally, we queued up by the Chinese Theater, like by Mickey and Minnie's, like, uh, runaway railway and w- walked all the way through the land and then got in the queue line it it went by fast like i don't know we were just talking and it was fine like um but you know the the, the land itself is really cool they really good themed land um you know definitely not diagon alley you know level by any means but really cool what they did over there on um, the ride itself was you know it was it was it's a it's a good family coaster um the launch was pretty cool not super intense but obviously it's a family coaster the theming's cool and especially the ending i really like the theming because they have like the penguin guys singing and then wheezy like... baby <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah overall the theming of the queue and the theming of the ride was really good the ride itself nice. was really smooth i mean of course it is it's brand new and it's in, it's a like, mac ride like yeah it's really good um the the the, the train's super long you know like a lot of trains at Disney's um, on all those roller coasters and those new credits. So I can't, can't complain about that. Would I go back and ride it? Like if I'm with someone that needs a credit, hell yeah. But would I go out of my way and wait over an hour to ride it again? No. Um, like if it's a one like, and done for you. If it's like 30 minute wait, I'll probably do it. Like, you know, why not? Uh, but anything over an hour, just cause I've already done it now, unless I'm with someone that needs a credit where I've, you know, I'm with kids for some reason. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like where'd these kids come from <laughs> i guess we could ride this <laughs> okay <laughs> um they they changed the entrance of toys uh yeah toy story midway mania midway mania uh, so now it's like in the land versus out in a little alleyway which used yeah. to be um so that entrance looked kind of cool we didn't ride it because of just timing at yeah. that point we decided to walk into galaxy's edge um and do smugglers run because we still had some time uh to before our boarding group was and so we decided to get a drink. We got the the milk, went to the milk cart. Because um, we were going to do Olga's Cantina, but that's also another virtual queue. And unfortunately, mm. they were all filled up. So it's all good. Leaves me something new next time I go back. And it's just a bar, essentially. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how was Smuggler's Run? Uh, it was good. I mean, it was – okay, it was not – it's like a more interactive Star Tours. That's really how I'd describe uh, okay. it. We waited like – almost like a hundred minutes for that thing oh it was God. a long ass line now the only good thing was like it, it worked out perfect timing for rise of resistance because like we got our boarding group when we had like 20 minutes left mm-hmm. and you have like an, once your boarding group has been called back you have an hour to get back there so it kind of worked out perfectly where you know we had we had time to kill so we went in line it gave me a good opportunity to go through the land and just kind of see the whole land 
um, without rushing it because we're just slowly moving through the land. And it was pretty cool. Like, it's it's a definitely cool land. But really what it came down to, what I really – and I like Star Wars. Uh, I, you know, I've seen all the movies now. I rewatched that movie that night, the last one. I finally seen it. Um, but really the theming of Star Wars is like an auto shop that's dusty and there's a bunch of cables everywhere. That's really the <laughs> theming. Like really yeah. you just need like this kind of junky area that has a bunch of cables, at least that planet, I guess there's yeah. a lot more planets in the, in the star Wars universe, but for, and I, is it Tatatumi or Tanui? I don't know which one. Star Wars fans probably like. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know. I'm thinking of the weird Al Yankovic song. I've never seen star Wars. Tatooine. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. Just fucking making that up. Yeah, Star Wars. I've never yeah. seen a Star Wars movie. I've seen them all, and I should know it, but I do like Star Wars. But I'm sure our Star Wars fans are just like, oh, my God, these guys are idiots just hearing us like, trying to say the name. I mean, it I'll is... take it. I am a Star Wars idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty cool. I mean, it, it's definitely a good land. It's a big area, like one of the biggest lands that, that Disney's ever done, um, yeah. just size-wise. Um, and then you have like a big Millennium Falcon and the one thing that really bothered me that Disney did and it didn't make any sense because it wasn't adding that much more to the queue. So when we did the queue again, we, this queue kind of circled all the way across the land and then they made it, they had us go back a house. Huh? It was the craziest thing. Like, it's like you just have this awesome new land and yeah, they opened up these, the gates, like, you know, like kind of a, you know, back a house gate to drive vehicles in and out. They had them open and really we just kind of went out like 20 feet kind of did a u and then kind of came back in so we weren't like crazy back of house but really it only added maybe like 40 people told in that area which isn't going to take that much space up like you might just keep them in the land and not kill the moment yeah. like there was one at the first time we did it because it happened twice first one it was like some back of house bathrooms i was like how funny would it be if like kylo ren just comes out of bathroom just like oh don't go in there and shit like <laughs> I mean, just way out of theme like, been, yeah just way out of theme just like holding a candle like you don't want to go in there oh disgust <laughs> shit um, <laughs> but i i was like really kind of taking it back to disney would do that and it really wasn't adding that much more cue to them and i was like wow so let's just break the storyline yeah and they it even had the markers down like it was planned that way like so I don't know. It was huh. kind of weird. Um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. Like they had stormtroopers out and before COVID, I guess they would have like a lot of the characters, like more of the stormtroopers were kind of like patrolling the area. And then like Ray would be kind of going undercover, just kind of like running through the area and you could like talk to her and stuff like that. You can like so, join missions and stuff too, I think. Yeah, I think so. But it, because of COVID and they just, they don't, they weren't having them out. They had like some stormtroopers like up on a, like a balcony, just looking over things. Um, and I didn't see any shows when I was in there. I don't know if they just wasn't the timing or what, but I didn't add like some kind of like what Diagon Eye has where they have like the train, like you hear London noises outside of it, like on audio, they would have like some like, kind of like, like sounds like a spaceship or one of the like TIE fighters is like flying over and stuff like that. Um, so it'd be like, Vroom! and, you, and people like look around and stuff. And the, stor- the stormtroopers like point the guns up at the sky, like looking for like what's going on. So that, that was kind of cool. But no, Smuggler's Run, um, so the queue line was cool because you kind of go in there. But really the storyline is like you we're kind of going into this thing. We're trying to steal this kind of like this, you know, real expensive, like I think it's like kind of a some kind of gemstone type thing or something like 
I don't know. I really don't know what it is. Uh, so you kind of have this like three, like you could have six people in a cockpit and you just like three jobs. There's a pilot, there's a gunner, and there's an engineer. Um, I was a pilot because pilot's kind of the best position you could do because you're kind of looking at the screen, watching what's going on. Um, and you do kind of move the ship a little bit. One pilot goes up and down. The other pilot goes left and right. Every now and then you have to like press a button or pull a lever to go into hyperspeed and stuff like that. Um, then there's the gunner. The gunner, you just keep pushing a button. You have to shoot things and stuff. So it's a little bit more interactive and it's, you still have like kind of a job. But the last position is kind of the engineer. That one I heard sucks because really you just kind of press a button to fix things and you're so focused on the button. You don't really see what's going on on the screen and stuff. <laughs> so, but it's just like a simulator ride, just like Star Tours, just a little bit more interactive, a little bit more kind of polished, you know, more put together and stuff. So I think overall it was good, but it was not worth it waiting a hundred minutes for the ride. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I'd want to ride it. Yeah. yeah I, I like... would, I would totally do it again if it was like 30, 45 minutes or if I had a boarding time and I had to do something like I yeah. might as well wait in line and ride a ride. You know what I mean? Like, so I would probably do that just if I had a, like a late boarding time and I already did other things, I would do it again. So, yeah. yeah. And then uh, you got on Rise of the Resistance. Is that right? Yes. What, Rise the best the new Resistance. dark ride of all yeah. time? So this this ride, and it, so what makes it so good is just yeah. the everything. The pre-show ties everything together. Like, So the whole storyline is you're joining the Resistance, like your recruits, and so you're going into this secret base, and um, – you know, so you go in the queue line and you kind of go in this cave and at first it's just kind of rocky walls and there's like little instruments that's kind of joining it and there's cages full of guns and stuff like that and you kind of go you know there's like radar screens that start showing up and then you kind of go in a room and then there's bba he kind of starts a hologram array and ray's like hey thanks for joining the recruits here's what's going down you're going to go on you're going to go on this transporter there's going to be some you know some more pilots are going to um, escort you and we're going to get you to this like location blah 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 so um then you go outside which i thought was really cool so you're inside during the pre-show then you go outside for the next pre-show and you're gonna you're gonna board the transporter so you're back outside and there's this big ship you're about to get on which is kind of cool um so then the door is open it kind of explained what's going on and the way they did it for social uh distancing so when it first opened just everyone just piles into the ship you can stay wherever you want now they have like there's like seven groups like boarding groups and inside there they have like numbers you have to stand on so they social distance you within that ship um okay. so you go in there it's kind of wide open you can kind of walk around wherever and there's like different like railings you could hold on to or, or hang against in the front there's like a little animatronic um, and there's a pilot that kind of turns his head and there's a screen and then to the side there's some screens and the back there's a screen so like when you take off you can kind of see things where we're flying to and all that kind of stuff so we fly out of the, the secret base and then um you know you see the x-wings that like, kind of follow us and gonna like you know protect us and stuff so once we go into space well, there's a star destroyer from the first order and we weren't ready for that so they start battling with the tie fighters and stuff and we get sucked into their gravitational pull so now they have taken over a transport and brought us into, and, and their ex-fighters that were helping us, they had to leave because they're like, we'll come back for you, we promise. So now we're getting sucked into the First Order's Star Destroyer. So then the doors open, 
and a cast member comes onto the, the vehicle and now they're dressed as a first order and they're in character too. They're like, welcome resistance scum or whatever they are and stuff, you know, whatever they keep saying. Uh-huh. And they're just in character. And then they tell us to get off the ship one like group by group to stay socially distanced. And they're like, get off my ship, get off my ship. And then it's like all quiet and like they're walking all creepily and they're like, where's your secret base and trying to interrogate us and stuff. And, um, you know, now when, when you step off, that's when that big iconic photo you've been seeing where all the stormtroopers and it has like the, the open space and stuff, you kind of step off that. So it's really cool. So you, you, you're outside, you step into this transporter and then when it moves it, I think it lifts up and then it connects you to this. Now the new theater that you're in and now you're like on a whole different spaceship. So you kind of almost get a ride in that. And then now you're on here. Now you're in the Star Destroyer and you're like walking around. So I took a photo with all the stormtroopers. It was really cool. Um, And then we walked down like the hallway and then there was like a little bit of a pre-show. And then they brought us into like this one area and it was more like people. And that's where they were kind of like, it was like a grouper almost. So they were like kind of staging us where to go. There was like different hallways to go down. And then that's when they were like really trying to interrogate us and be rude to us. And then basically they put us in a cell. So we go in a cell and then um, I, one of the generals like comes and talks and then Kylo Ren shows up. He's like, where's your secret base? And he kind of does like the force and it kind of vibrates to your body, which was really cool. Um, and then he leaves and then the resistance actually saves you. So they actually like cut through the wall of the cell and then they put you on this like kind of a, a prisoner droid. And they're like, all right, we're going to get you back to the, to the ship and we're going to get out of here, essentially. Um, now you're on this droid and this droid's taking you through like, like the whole like Star Destroyer and stuff. And that's the ride, essentially. So you get on this ride vehicle. It's a trackless system, kind of like uh, Antarctica at SeaWorld. Um, so you Only way do- worse, right? <laughs> so much better. Um, <laughs> and just the ride itself was just insane. Like, like, of course, it wasn't like, it would throw you around a little bit, but just, like, the the animatronics, the screens, and then, like, when it would shoot, like, you know, like, the lasers, the stormtroopers would shoot at you and stuff like that, it would miss you, but it would hit the wall, and then the wall would be kind of, like, torn away, and it was, like, still sparking from, like, you know, hitting the sparks and stuff like that, and at one point, you're in an elevator, and Kylo Ren's on top of it, and he takes his, like, his lightsaber and pushes through it and he starts like cutting through it and you see the lightsaber cutting through and then like the droid's like oh and it like shakes the vehicle and stuff and then uh it was just re- like it was really visually super cool um and the storyline like and it was a long ride too like i think it's like over five minutes you're going through this whole thing and then you eventually obviously we get saved like the resistance get us away and um, you fly back, you know, back to the secret base. Or we, we, we have a crash landing. And then uh, we get out and, you know, we did a good job. And that's pretty much the ride. I mean, there's a lot more into it. Uh, but yeah. it was just, it was really cool. And the visuals were great. Like, it was just, I want to ride it again. Like, again, I, there was just so much going on. I just, because they're like, what do you think of it? And I was like, I just didn't know what to say at first. And they're like, oh, just let it settle in, let it settle in. And I actually had to go back and watch some YouTube videos of ride on just to kind of just kind of remember it and kind of go through it a little more. So, yeah. Yeah. Would you say it's like one of the most technically advanced dark rides? Oh yeah. Hands down. Like not the. I probably the technically advanced like dark ride. Yeah. Um, so is good. It your, is it your favorite dark ride? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, no, 
part of it is because I like Star Wars and it just like kind of hit the storyline pretty well. And it was just like exciting. And, you know, you're, it, it had like all, all the elements of a dark ride that I love just all in one. Would you say somebody like me who would hate watching Star Wars, I don't like those types of movies and like, I don't have any interest in Star Wars. Do you think I would enjoy the land? The land um, or the ride? Both, I guess. Uh, I mean, I think you would enjoy the land just for how well done it is. Yeah. Like you would appreciate just like how immersive it is. But overall, like, but even me, like who likes Star Wars, I wasn't like geeking out like, oh my God, that's that. You know, a lot Uh of it was just kind of foreign to me, but it was just cool just you know because you are in this whole different world you know it's it's very immersive so i think yes you would appreciate the land the ride itself i think you would appreciate the ride for what it is but i think you would be so lost in the story and you'd be so confused of what's going on that you would not like the ride literally those 10 minutes you just talked about the ride i had a blank stare on my face i didn't know what the fuck you were talking about yeah (laughs) they gotta see like you would appreciate it for just the ride itself but you would not enjoy the ride as much because I think you would just be so lost and be like, I don't get it. Like, are we, because, because you're kind of going under, like, because we're like one group, but we're in this space and who who's with us, who's not with us. And there's uh-huh. a lot of random characters and you, you just don't really know what they are unless you like know the stories. So. Now we'll say I, I wrote like guardians of the galaxy when I didn't had not watched the movie ever. And I thought it was amazing. So I don't know if like that Star Wars effect would be the same thing. I don't know. Like I, I think it's just a lot. What made the ride so good for me was I kind of knew what was going on. So like I knew the storyline. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I kind of knew like what's going on, who, which character was which, and and why they did the things they did and stuff. So okay, yeah. But overall, just the the actual just the, the the technology of the ride. It's just a cool ride. I think anybody should ride, and they should appreciate it for what it is. Like, nice. Yeah. Is, is now, this your new favorite Disneyland? Uh, yeah, it's definitely my new favorite Disney ride, hands down. Like, um, what? What about like the land? Uh, uh, the is land it, itself. Would it, Would it like be better than Cars for you? Would it be better than New Orleans Square, um, Main Street? Um, I like Cars a lot. It's very good themed, and I I like I like Cars itself. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't think it's my favorite land. It's definitely out there, though, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. classical Main Street, that's just Disney, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, it's like, kind of hard to compete with that. Yeah. It's so, it's so amazing, though, what they did. Like, yeah. Um, okay. It's, it's still very cool. So maybe like a top three for you? Yeah, I'll, I'll put in a top three for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, then after that, we, uh, we went and got a line for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Dude, I want to, that's like, this sounds weird, but out of all the new attractions there between Toy Story, between Star Wars and this, I want to ride this, this, like if I went to Hollywood studios, I couldn't skip all those other new rides. I would want to ride Mickey's Runaway Railway for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was definitely so a must ride for sure. Like it was, it was on my list. I had a ride, 
and we waited about an hour for it um and it was in the middle of the summer so, like sun when we wait that kind of sucked so it was star wars i guess and and pixar i guess oh we were in the sun a lot that day <laughs> I actually had a little bit of a sun like burn from well, it. it's basically a new park so no yeah <laughs> um and it, the queue was wacky because like it was like wide open and the only way you knew you were in line was just the markers. Like, yeah. it was like literally they did switchbacks, but it was like no ropes in between you. It was, it was kind of weird, but it, it was social distance, but it was like, it was like big gaps in between that. Like it was, yeah. it was just different, but um, yeah. So we waited the line. Um, once you get inside the building, the queue line's real short. Um, so it's a trackless system, just like uh, rise of resistance as well. Um, at first, it looks like you get on, like, a connected train, which is kind of cool. Um, that, the pre-show wasn't – they kind of had it off just so people weren't grouped up in that area, so you just kind of walk through it. Which that's supposed to be, like, a highlight of that ride. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, But it is what it is. Yeah. Um, we actually got on the – there's the conductor, and then we actually on the next car behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just kind of start going. It starts off as, like, you're going to go on this, like, train ride around the park – and then you see Mickey and Minnie on like a car and then Mickey like loses control and hits like a, uh, a sign. And I swore up to God when he hit the <laughs> sign that Mickey said, fuck. Um, I swear. And I was like, what? Did he just fuck. say that? Yeah. It was just like subtle because Goofy's also talking while this is also going on. Cause Goofy's just like very like, he doesn't know what's going on. Cause when, when Mickey hit the, um, wait. Yeah. When he hit the sign, it hit a switch to change the track so mm-hmm. the the conduct the you know the engine keeps going one way while the cars go another way and that's why we're the runaway railway yes um, and really the rest of the rest of the um the ride we just kind of the, the cars split up almost so you kind of your own vehicle which you were always it just looked like you were all connected in the station um yeah. and it that's when it starts getting wacky and stuff and the visuals yeah and all the 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 map projecting they did was just insane how good it is yeah and um and especially how like certain areas would be like one theme in the same room and it would just completely change like that and the transitions were so smooth and so good yeah um you know it's it's not super intense because it's definitely a family ride um but it had its moments where it bumped around but honestly like you're just sitting in a car no lap bar no seatbelt. like it is what it is um yeah but the visuals are great and um, overall a very good ride. And I, I like it so much better than great movie ride. Yeah. I mean, it looks amazing. Uh, do, do you walk away just like whistling the song? No. Um, Cause I, I was so focused on the visuals. I wasn't really paying attention to the song too much. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, I want to, that song's, I've watched def- it many times, and my, that song's still stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a ride. When I go back to that park, I'm, I have to ride again. Like it, it's, That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I'll definitely do rides again for sure. Like mm-hmm. Again, it's those are probably the two I'd, I'd be a must. I'll have to ride again. So. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Was there anything else you did at uh, Hollywood Studios? or just no, we were, stuff? We Did were, you ride ass? Uh, no, we were just so tired that like we just decided to just um, – call today it was it was like three o'clock at that point we were kind of hungry and i was like you know i just you know we've already been waiting in so many lines the last two days and especially that day after waiting like an hour for for slinky dog and like almost 100 minutes for um and even rise resistance once we're in there was still probably about a 25 minute wait after we got into (laughs) the line and then an hour wait for that i was just like kind of over it 
I was tired. I definitely got my money's worth. I hit all the things I wanted to. Yeah. So we just, we called it a day. We, we went to Texas Roadhouse, got some steaks. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we got back to the house. We kind of took like a little nap and then we watched some football. And then we actually watched the last Star Wars movie because I, I didn't see it yet. So That's I got fun. caught up on that and then went to bed early because I, we had to be up at 4.30 in the morning. And for people to know, that was 4.30 Eastern. So usually that would be 3.30 where I'm from here in Kansas City. So, yeah. Yeah, and then I flew back into snow. Nothing like uh, that experience of coming from sunny Florida into snow. Yeah. It was kind of surreal. And it was actually like, it was kind of peaceful. Like I had that day off all day. And I just remember sitting, like I was in my living room, just watch the snow fall and stuff. It was kind of cool. It was like, pretty snow. snow's cool. But also I was like, I wasn't ready for snow yet. So that was kind of unfortunate. Also odd, it just melted quickly, and then it just it's just fall again. <laughs> yeah, it was just odd, yeah. Doesn't even look like it snowed anymore. But, man, yeah, that sounds was, like you had a good trip. It was. It was honestly, like, everything kind of played out exactly what it was. I mean, good timing on everything. Hit all the rides I wanted to do. I spent a lot of money, unfortunately, but it was all worth it in the end. Well, we're not going on any trips anytime soon, so. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> All right, not man. probably the next drink around the world. <laughs> <laughs> just every vacation you take, you're just going to be drinking around the world. Yeah. And theme parks, dud, for the third time, drinking <laughs> around the world. Yeah, at one point, we're not even going to – it just be like a small segment. Like, hey, yeah. drink around the world again. I know we've talked about <laughs> it multiple times. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's mean... a good time. But ultimately, like, let's just talk about COVID real quick at the parks. Um I mean, I felt safe the whole time. They, you know, everyone was pretty socially distant. People had their masks on. I think that, you know, I'd kind of worry me just the sheer crowds. Like, you know, it doesn't sound like they're doing great with like, because there's supposed to be less people in the park. Like, that would be the expectation for me because you have reservations, you have. They're claiming that, you know, that they're doing like so much capacity and stuff. I think, I think it was 25. I don't think. I think Universal definitely was. Like, Universal definitely felt lighter in there. Um, now, granted, I went on a weekday, so it wasn't – but I heard on the weekends they were hitting capacity. But, like, at Disney, it felt like – it felt like – I mean, it felt busy. Now, granted, I think Epcot was because a lot of things were closed, so they were kind of – everyone was in the showcase. Yeah. Um, at Hollywood Studios, I think everyone was just at the same rides I was at because – those That's are what the, the brand new rides. So that might be why, but just go getting into the park, just like the the line to get into like just like the parking tolls. I've never seen Epcot so backed up. Now, granted, I think part of it was the way they parked because they did every other parking spot. Mm. So that might have just slowed up the operation. But it just it was a huge line of cars just waiting to park. And the the line we had to get in to go through like the you know, get your temperature taken was like backed up all the way to the parking lot um it went quick it, you know it was always moving but it was just a long line so yeah yeah well interesting yeah but it was a good trip i'm glad i went it was a good that's weekend. good well it's time for the thought of the week theme park stud yeah so my thought of the week is <laughs> i'll just do a little shameless plug but um you know, I've been, I've been looking at, like, health and stuff recently. You know, I just got done playing soccer tonight. My team got second place, by the way. Um, we're going nice. to run it back. We're going to get first place. We should have got first place this season. But, hey. 
But, uh, you know, I think, you know, winter's coming, fall's coming at a lot of places. You know, you, you might be lucky and live in a nice, like, warm place, either in California or Florida or something like that. But really make sure to take this time to stay healthy, exercise, try to get outside even though it's cold. You know, it's always good to be outside. It's going to help with your mental health too, especially going into that dark. You know, right now it's like 10 o'clock, but it feels like it's like midnight because the sun's set at five o'clock now because of daylight saving time. So, you know, before you know it, everyone's going to kind of get that seasonal depression. So the way to, you know, to, to combat that is, you know, work out, you know, stay active and eat healthy and, and um, check in with your friends and be sociable. Well, there you have it. Mental health, little mental health from a theme park stud over here. Yeah, what's I'm your go the opposite. Of the week? I'm going the opposite route of healthy, and uh, I want to talk about fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so on the Discord that we have, Coaster Cuzzies, if you ever want to join it, DM us. Say, yo, I want to join the Discord. But uh, we talk, we talk about different types of topics, and food is one of them. Um, and on the Discord, we start talking about fried chicken, and like, how do you rank your top fried chickens? restaurants i guess that is like tough. chain yeah like, what what type of things do you look for in a like is it like the quality of the chicken is it the options of the sauces like how do you how do you like don't have to give me like your top three but like what are some of your tops i mean i definitely it's all about the chicken for me like so i grew up in my family we always did kfc so KFC was good, you know, the secret recipe, whatever, you know, all those yeah. seasons, seasons, spices, and it's good, but I just, like, growing up on it, I was so burnt out, and, like, I love a nice crunch, so that's where I really always, like, churches, when I had churches for the first time, I was like, I like this chicken. A, uh-huh. it was something new, because when I was a child, like, all, my whole childhood, it was always KFC. Yeah. We never did anything else, so when I had churches for the first time, I was like, oh, my God, this is new, and it's crunchy. This is great. I didn't really start doing Popeyes ever really to like, until I moved to Florida, I had it once or twice. And then now I only go and I really just get the chicken sandwich, but I love Popeyes. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's great. So really it comes down to the chicken and I, I like the cr- more of a crunchy or crispy, I guess. That's the term, not crunchy, uh, crispy uh, breading versus like more of that kind of season, like kind of softer, like original recipe, oh. I guess that's what it is. So that's what it comes down to, to that. Now, what I would say is, like, I really like KFC sides. Um, well, Ooh, I didn't think about sides. But I love Church's biscuits. But I also like, I also like Popeye's sides. Like, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, it's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into play. But to me, I rank them by the chicken. So, so what's your, like, favorite? My favorite probably is the Popeye's chicken sandwich is my favorite. It's- <laughs> It's pretty sexy. Yeah, but that's not really – I mean, it's chicken, obviously. But, like, if I'm going, like, straight-up fried chicken, like a, a drumstick and a wing, yeah. I'll, probably, I'll probably go with churches. Okay. Like, personally. But I, 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 but I don't really eat fried chicken anymore like that. It's more of the, the, the chicken sandwich. That's what I'm about. So I gotcha. Yeah. Um, see, for me, it's all about the sauce. So, like, Popeye's is, like, really good. But, like, what kind of sauces do you have there? You don't have Jack. Like, yeah, their sauces suck. I had their, I had a honey mustard once. I was like, oh, I want honey mustard, and it was like spicy honey mustard, which I wasn't really wanting. So yeah, I wanted something so, more sweeter. So it's like weird because when you get into the chicken discussion, the Popeyes chicken sandwich versus the Chick Fil A 
chicken sandwich. Like, obviously, Popeye's is the better sandwich, but the sauce is at Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah, they got some bomb sauce. Oh, my God. Like, I think I like Chick-fil-A better because of that. So what sauce do you get? Obviously, you probably get the Chick-fil-A sauce. That's good. Yeah, I like the I like the Polynesian a lot. Yeah, I love the, the Polynesian. Polynesian is fire. And then their yeah. their honey roasted barbecue is actually really it kind of just tastes like a healthier um, Chick Fil A sauce is what it tastes like. Yeah, I usually but, uh, I only do Chick Fil A sauce or Polynesian, and I usually like to double dip my fries in both because I like, the, the fry dipping. Yeah, yeah, people don't talk about that enough there. Like yeah. you need a little sauce buffet. Open up yeah. a little bit of everything, dip it in everything. That's the experience at Chick-fil-A. People don't understand that. Yeah. And I uh, actually had Slim Chickens for like the first time last week. And oh, what, do you have, think of, what do you think of Slim Chickens? Uh, the sauces are amazing and the chicken's good. Did you get the Slim Sauce or did you just get like other sauce? I've tried the Slim Sauce. I don't like it as much. It's yeah, like it's, my least favorite like, of the three. It's like, a, it's like a Thousand Island dressing type sauce. Like, yeah. But they have a, a Cayenne Ranch and a mango habanero sauce that I've tried. And those two are fuego. I actually, I actually love the chicken. um, Yeah. The chicken's good. So the chicken reminds me of KFC's original recipe, but a little bit crunchier, um, a crispier. It's, it's funny. It's funny. And then like I had raising canes, like this was probably like four or five months ago. And I was like, raising canes could slap. Like, Here's here's my problem with raising canes. Their chicken is amazing. Yeah. But you cannot put them as elite because they're so arrogant that literally all they have they have french fries, they have chicken strips and you'll you'll have the cane sauce and that's what you'll have. And that's that cannot be a top chicken joint. Yeah. I it's I too prefer, arrogant. I prefer and I always like I think slim chickens are raising canes. I I put them in one category when I put like and Chick-fil-A kind of has its own category until now that Popeye's has their sandwich. So now Popeye's is... Yeah, they're kind of over here, aren't yeah, they? And then you got... Yeah, because I, I consider Popeye's with the KFC, you know, churches group. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so that, that's another thing, too. Like, what type of chicken am I craving? Am I craving a sandwich? Because if it's a sandwich, it's either Popeye's or Chick-fil-A. If that's I'm craving, true. like, just, like, a bucket of chicken, which that's rare, but, like, that's what my family does, it's either you know, KFC churches, usually, because my family doesn't really get Popeyes, um, like just normal chicken. And then if I'm doing wings like this, are like a whole nother thing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's that's another category. Like if I'm doing the chicken strips, it's it's I usually lean towards some chickens over raising canes. But if I'm going with raising canes and then you got there's only like one or two in Kansas City, but you can't forget about Zaxby's. Yeah, Zaxby's is pretty solid. And yeah. like Southern chi- like Bojangles is pretty solid in, in oh, the South. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if it's the best. Yeah, then you have wings, good. which is a whole different category, which wings is almost like, like – You can have pizza joints with good wings, you know? Yeah, most sports bars, like any like, – Yeah. Yeah. And then just like – that can be regional too. Yeah, so chicken is very – there's a lot of levels to it. I'm trying to figure out fried chicken, man, and I just, I, just, I just want to point out that when it comes to sauce, the sauce can take it from like a C to an A. Yeah. I'm just going to say that out loud if you have a good sauce to me. <laughs> that's a good thought. And, and that's my that thought. Way. Yeah. Also, make sure to exercise when yes. you eat this chicken. Yeah, after you eat it, you probably need, <laughs> you probably want to exercise beforehand because you're not going to want to exercise after you eat it. So. Yeah, that's not yeah. not a good choice to exercise after so fried chicken. You're going to be so full from all that fried chicken and sauce and probably biscuits and 
maybe fries or whatever side you're getting with that bitches. Red like, beans and rice, yeah. something like that. Uh, Texas yeah. toast if you're at like some chickens or raisin cane. Like. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, guys, make sure you're following us on social media. We are well, first on... before oh. you follow us. I think yeah. you should go vote and then. So make yes. sure you go vote, which Most I know you listen to us in the queue, in the poll line right now. And then after you vote, then follow us, Coaster Cuzzies. And where, mm-hmm. where can they follow us, Coaster Bro? Oh, yeah. We're on the Instagram. We're almost to our thousandth follower on Instagram. We're like sneaking in. We're going to have a big giveaway when that happens, just yes, so you guys will. know. So tell your friends about it. There's going to be some like one-of-a-kind prizes that we're, we're going to throw out there. So Hell yeah. Um, you you got to buckle up for that one. We're also on TikTok. It's a party there. And uh, Facebook. We just started a Facebook community group. Um, it is called Coaster Cuzzy's Community. Wow. How original. Um, but, yeah, you can search that on Facebook and add. It's a, it's a, it's a public group. So give that a search. Join in on the discussion there. Uh, we're going to be putting some listener questions up for next week. So um, you can DM us. You can find us on social media. But we want to know what are you most thankful for when it comes to the amusement park community? That's what I want to know. So we'll put that up on our social to remind you to answer that. Uh, but we'll read some question, some answers on the next show. That'd be dope. Can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Alright, well it was a good episode, so America, stay fly. You know what to do. And really stay woke, especially like today. Be nice.